Hi, my name is Kate Mulqueen and this is Fed Square's Anything But Square podcast. Today I'm talking to Dan Rath, one of the co-founders of the social enterprise Open Canvas. Open Canvas's motto is art with heart and they work to support artists and craft makers who have been disadvantaged in some way, whether it is through homelessness, mental illness or disability. Open Canvas supports artists and craft makers through supplying them with materials, helping them showcase their work online and through exhibitions, and to help ensure that artists and craft makers are professionally recognised and rewarded to create and sell their work. Welcome, Dan. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Kate. Just wanted to ask you a bit, Dan, about how Open Canvas first started. What, how did you come up with the idea? And yeah, tell me a bit about that. Yeah, I work in the Melbourne CBD and on my way to work each morning, I would walk past an artist who, for all intents and purposes, appeared to be homeless and was producing some really amazing artwork. And we struck up a conversation. During those conversations, it became apparent how, uh, despite having a lot of talent, it was very hard for this artist to sell his artwork and, and and really get it seen by, you know, a wider audience that might appreciate or even buy his work. And that really sparked an idea. And alongside that artist uh, were, were, was a, another uh, person that I frequently spoke to who uh, was selling The Big Issue, which is a wonderful social enterprise. And I thought you know, the people that stand behind the big issue make a living from selling the big issue. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a good business model. And I thought maybe there's something in helping artists in a similar way. And thus the sort of the, the seed of an idea started. And, you know, I did a bit of research and, and found out that there are a couple of, of other organisations worldwide that was supporting artists who were homeless and and with various other um, you know uh, disadvantages and really it 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 really blossomed from there. Yeah. Wow. Tell me. So you kind of what were the other organisations that you you had a look online or you'd seen encountered them previously? Um, other places. So a lot of um, a lot of uh, housing uh, providers. Uh, I found out were running sort of semi-regular exhibitions, uh, either annually or every few years. Uh, and there was, there's also a wonderful organisation in America called Artlifting, um, who supports uh, people challenged, uh, you know, in challenging housing circumstances and with disabilities. And I spoke to the founder of of, of that organisation and she was very supportive and helpful in sort of my early thinking about how we might go about setting up Open Canvas. And really in the Australian space, there wasn't sort of a, a really clean presence of an organisation who was selling artwork of people who were really disadvantaged. So I thought there was a bit of a gap in the market and, and uh, there was a need for it, particularly from the artists and service providers who help those artists and uh, away we went. Wow. So I guess, um, you know, getting, having the, the kernel of this idea, this wonderful idea is one thing, but getting it off the ground is, is quite another. So what were some of the challenges that you faced or, or how, how was it getting it to the next point, actually finding artists and actually getting their work exhibited and actually making it happen? Oh, uh, look, in, in 
so many challenges which which uh you know getting any sort of enterprise off the ground is challenging i think that challenge is compounded when um you're running a social enterprise so so uh, a true social enterprise is where the majority of profits i believe go back to the people that you're supporting and so when a when a large component of your business model needs to account for that it's very challenging financially I think the general challenge of uh, we experienced early on was engaging with uh, artists who have experienced disadvantage in a very um, considered way. Uh, we, you know, we, we do everything really ethically and didn't want to be seen to be taking advantage of artists in any way. Um, so, so establishing and getting their help and ground rules from people who really support those artists was a big um, help. Also, you know, from the basics of setting up a website and uh, I've had to become sort of um, a, a sort of a, a semi-expert in uh, photographing art, which is, <laughs> as I found out, is incredibly difficult uh, to, to get a really nice clean picture of artwork, which, you know, sometimes can be in a frame. And so I, I put myself through a few courses to do that and I never <laughs> thought I'd be doing that. Um, having said that, I did get some help from a, from a wonderful person at a, uh, at, a, at a university who did a, a whole batch run of initial artwork for me free of charge which was just uh fantastic you know as a as a as an enterprise with just just me and my wife that are involved in it you you need to to do everything and 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 we i i run open canvas in between uh my day job uh working for government i have various other interests i have three children and so just doing everything as a small business owner is is a, is 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 draining uh, you have to do the marketing you have to do uh, the promotion you have to do the comms you have to do the books you have to uh, speak to the artists you have to source the artwork you have to deliver pieces you have to do everything and uh, on a limited budget uh, and with limited capacity and limited time um, we still experience those challenges today. We don't have volunteers. It's basically just just my wife and I um, doing everything, and that that is continues to this day to be an incredible challenge. Um, I often think to myself, with more resources and more time, Open Canvas could just um, could have and could be just just so much more. I mean, I'm very proud of what it's achieved, but to be honest. Um, I think uh, it, it, it could be so much more. Um, and so that's a challenge. All of those challenges are, are things that a lot of small business owners grapple with um, and, and I'm still grappling with to, the, to this very day. Yeah, I can totally see, yeah, all the marketing, all of the everything that you talk about and also getting exhibitions off the ground. And um, I guess you probably, um, you have had, you know, you say kind of help along the way. I guess you probably would be grateful for more volunteers if there are people people out there that are interested in in kind of working with you guys is that something that you'd you'd welcome or is it kind of yeah. also administratively quite challenging to manage well, that as well well i think there we, with volunteers yeah you you it is um there's a level of administration um 
But yeah, I, I think also sourcing volunteers and uh, is is quite hard. You know, people are time poor. We've just been through a period of COVID as well, where that's mm-hmm. challenged things in a number of ways. Um, but look, there are some really specific skill sets that I don't have and don't pretend to have. That you know, if I, if if people contributed in a volunteer capacity to. Um, to help open canvas with that would be an enormous help. Um, so in a roundabout way, what I'm saying is, yeah, if, if I, I think if I had, <laughs> if I had the time and capacity to, to really source volunteers, I think that it, it, it'd be a wonderful thing. And, and, you know, anything from fulfilling orders that we get to promoting open canvas on social media because we we hardly have a budget well in fact we have no budget to promote open canvas um to meeting with artists and collecting artwork and delivering um you know art supplies that we get occasionally all those sorts of things would be an enormous help so yeah if people are listening and keen (laughs) the funny funny thing is I'm, i'm i'm going back to your previous question about challenges and um my my bedroom cupboard is full of art pieces and my wife uh, gives me dirty looks almost every day saying you know is there is there a, is there a, a different way we could do this and and so they're stored very securely but uh, she has less room in the in the in the bedroom cupboard to, for all of her beautiful clothes uh, so storage uh, you know is another challenge uh, and storage you know when you're doing it off site it, it costs money um you have to look after the pieces um so that's yet another challenge and uh something maybe that a volunteer could help with as well yeah that's right well this podcast is essentially a call out for volunteers so (laughs) if anyone's anyone's keen in any way knows someone so dan um tell us a little bit about some of the open canvas artists that you've worked with um and how you how you find your artists and how how that kind of comes about look um finding artists i i say before one that was one of the particular challenges of of finding artists and sort of engaging with them in a really ethical way and where I landed was uh, the best way to do that was with various service providers so whether it's a mental health organization or uh, housing providers or disability service providers um, invariably those organizations a, a cohort of them actually run very good art therapy programs. And so very early on, I, I thought the best way uh, to to engage with artists and find artists were through those organisations, really, that already have a pool of artists producing artwork. Um, often that artwork is, you know, uh, put away in cupboards or, or under underneath beds or, or what have you. Um, but that's... Uh, to the to the organisations that I have really developed a close re- relationship with, you know, uh, whether it be Scott from Winteringham or various other organisations, um, they've just been an invaluable help in um, getting getting uh, my head around how to how to engage with artists um, because I'm I'm not an expert in in the issues which surround those artists, but they are. And they've helped me greatly. Um, so that's sort of how we've um, sourced and engaged artists. And um, uh, really, you know, 
the artists are, are really expi- uh, inspiring. You know, um, uh, Charmaine, for example, who I think you you might be interviewing for for a podcast. Um, yes. You know, in a different set of circumstances, um, with the quality of artwork that Charmaine produces, she she could have been up there with with very um, well-recognised Australian artists. I mean, her artwork is intricate and detailed and beautiful and uh, her lifetime work that she's accumulated is, um, I I believe, on a par with um, some of our very finest artists uh, of of her genre. But because of her circumstance um, and, 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 and the trauma she's experienced over... Over the years, um, you know, her artwork isn't out there apart from the Open Canvas website, and that's a that's a really great tragedy. But but despite all of that, uh, and despite all the pain she's experienced, she she still gets so much comfort from her art, and uh, she still remains so very positive um, despite. I think the the being acutely aware of the opportunity that she may that may have passed her by, um, which is which is which is bitter, very bittersweet, um, really, from my perspective, and and so that's just uh, I, I I could ramble on you know about many other stories, but that but that that really is top of mind um, as a as a, as a open canvas artist in a nutshell, really. Mm, I, I did speak to Charmaine. She's quite an amazing woman. So there's a podcast coming out um, after this one um, where I, I talked to Charmaine. She's a woman of many stories and um, quite incredible exp- life experience and quite a lot of challenges, as you say. But, yeah, she's so prolific. Her work is insanely beautiful and, and stunning and, um, as you say, detailed and, yeah, and every sto- everyone has a story behind it and yeah it's it's quite it was very inspiring to talk to her um and yeah as I guess a microcosm of what what um open canvas does to get people out there and and work exhibited and and people seeing this work it's it's a a wonderful thing so since uh so open canvas started in 2011 was it was that right you're pushing my memory but I I believe it was 2017 2017 2017 yeah but but there was a lot of planning before that that went into uh you know before we established our web presence so we're still a relatively young young organization yeah yeah and and tell me a bit about how it's developed i guess since um since you've since you've begun like you said you had covid last year which is probably quite challenging but um you know you're finding people banging on your door a bit more or or how how has it kind of evolved yeah i think i think that the, the first phase was really about learning about how to, as I mentioned before, how to really uh, meaningfully source and engage with with artists. Um, one of the challenges, as as we've sort of grown the, the the set of artists on the site who are now reasonably established on the site, is actually um, having the courage to actually and and it's and it's it's it's, it's probably the most difficult part of. Um, the job uh, in terms of saying no to some artists and because 
I guess at the end of the day, Open Canvas is run as a social enterprise and not and not as a charity. We don't source outside funds. Um, so so Open Canvas has to, although it doesn't make money, and you know I support Open Canvas from from what I can do personally from my from my own finances. Uh, it does have to um, sort of maintain a level of commercial realism, and so. I, I've had to say no to artists over over the years, as as the as the organisation has sort of become a bit better known among um, among the, those circles, and that's simply because we we, we really want uh, the product on the site to be of a level that will attract um, uh, sales, and and that's the cold hard reality of having to say no to people who maybe. Um, uh, dabbling in artwork or maybe not quite at a standard where, where uh, for one reason or another, we, we subjectively think that the artwork may not have commercial appeal. And it's really difficult because saying no is, is, is difficult and it can, it can um, be a bit uh, wounding to morale. But I think the reality, if, if we were running a different business model and, or running a charity, we, we might not have to do that. But, but that element of running a social enterprise, which I still think is, is, the, right, is the right angle for Open Canvas, uh, means that we have to do that. But I'd like to think that where we've sort of got, an, a, in terms of our evolution, we've got a sort of a, an established group of artists who really now see the benefit from a range of different angles of, of participating in the Open Canvas cause. Yes. So, t- I mean, uh, yeah, t- tell me some about some of those kinds of, um, yeah, I know you've exhibited, wor- uh, had exhibitions. There was one a couple of years ago at... 45 downstairs and other kinds of um, exhibitions. And we've got this one coming up. This is why I'm talking to you today at Fed Square. So I guess what's the um, significance of these kinds of things for open canvas and open canvas artists to to get out and and have these exhibitions um, and have the public see the work? Uh, Enormous for the artists. Um, I I mean, I can talk about for the organisation in a moment, but... For the artists engaging in Open Canvas, um, you know, when I started Open Canvas, surprisingly, uh, well, well, I, I had thought that the the income, the revenue side of things for artists would be the most attractive aspect of the artist to uh, reason for engaging with Open Canvas. I think I could safely say that that that's a, almost a subsidiary. Uh, benefit for the artists, if you like. I mean, it is very important. I don't want to downplay it, but uh, probably of of more significance to all the artists who who we engage with is really um, being being validated through their work and being recognised and and the benefits that provide to uh, that provides to the artists from a, from an emotional and mental health. Uh, perspective uh, can't be understated and that's probably the most significant thing to the artists uh, you know as I said before a lot of a lot of the artwork that open canvas artists produce uh, never sees the light of day that's not true for all artists on the site but for the for the vast majority um, these are pieces which which are in 
in houses, in cupboards, in drawers, um, stashed away in cars, um, that that really never gets seen. And and though the artists are very proud of their work and the art is of of a, of a high quality, um, they simply don't have the resources or the know-how or the capacity to get their artwork out there. And so when it does get out there and when it is seen and when it is purchased, uh, beyond the monetary factor, it's 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 very uplifting for the artists in terms of um, validating what they do. So that that's from the artist's perspective. And I guess from, from an open canvas perspective, um, as I said before, we don't, I don't, I don't have a, a marketing budget. You know, we've been we've been lucky enough, uh, very occasionally, um, th- to get uh, a grant through, for example, Street Smart, which really supported us in the early days um, with with a grant, which which allowed us to do a bit of social media. But for the main part, um, we don't we don't have a budget. We we and so so for Fed Square. To support, you know, Open Canvas uh, with an exhibition and 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 allow the public to gain a bit of insight about what we do is is enormous for us. The other aspect to it is my, you know, my wife's a journalist and um, she's she's incredible at what she does in terms of um, getting getting the Open Canvas story in newspapers and. Um, on, on radio, for example, I went on Raf Epstein's show, which I'm very grateful for. And um, but that that is really the only really the only way we get our story out there through exhibitions and through organ- wonderful organisations like Fed Square and Street Smart and and the ABC and uh, uh, you know helping us to to tell our story. So it it means a huge amount not only to the artist but also to for us as a as a very small uh, social enterprise. What do you feel most proud of, Dan, in terms of what Open Canvas has achieved? I really think it's, uh, I really started Open Canvas to make a difference to people who are, who are experiencing disadvantage. You know, uh, uh, it was really all of us walk past homeless people and all of us, uh, Probably know someone with a with a with a disability or, or mental health issues, and we often wonder how we can help and how we can give back. And um, uh, I guess for many years I've been uh, before Open Canvas, I was wondering, well, well, what can I do? Falling short of, you know, the money I donate on a regular basis, and and what 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 else can I do um, meaningfully? Uh, rather than giving a handout to actually help people with disadvantage and um, and what can I do to teach my, you know, three boys, uh, young young children of, 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 of having a social conscience and, and not just walking, walking on our rock uh, until we die, you know, in it for ourselves, I think. Um, and so for me, the, the really proudest achievement to come back to your question is, is I think that I've, in really a really tiny, tiny way, have have helped um, the the artists that I engage with 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 some meaningful things. Um, whether you know some of our artists, uh, I, I can safely say, really don't have a lot of contact with other people um, other than other than myself and a few others, and just 
you know, beyond the art, just just being able to pick up the phone and have a conversation with a person other than watching TV and, um, you know, having having been able to, to support uh, the artists and really um, get them on their own two feet as artists uh, and the corresponding benefits I mentioned before in terms of, you know, the, the emotional and mental health outcomes uh, in some small way, uh, that's, uh, if I've had any sort of impact, that would probably be the proudest part of that the, the work that I've done so far. And I guess what what do you want? Um, we've talked about all of the support that you could could get from people if people interested in volunteering stor- storage or or space or time or anything like that. But I guess what what other kind of things would you like people to know about Open Canvas and um, and what what kind of work work it does? Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you want? people to know about it at the very beginning when we started open canvas we you know we wanted to provide um art supplies to artists and uh, whether that be you know paints or canvases um and and we ran we ran a few uh, art workshops also to upskill the artists who we were uh you know what i was mentioning before had to say no to but we felt that if we could if we could get them involved in some workshops and sort of build up their skill level, then then it would be something we could we could um, we could potentially then engage with those artists from a commercial perspective. I guess, given that we're a social enterprise and we don't have a budget, we haven't had a lot of capacity to do that. So there's many different things we've we've experimented. Also, for example. Uh, you know, I, I don't know whether your listeners would be aware of Redbubble, but it's an organisation which prints everything on demand from, you know, T-shirts and, um, and mugs and, and caps and, uh, and, and face masks for COVID and all sorts of things. And, you know, for a while we thought, gee, wouldn't that be wonderful if we could, uh, beyond doing art prints and, and gift cards on our website wouldn't it be wonderful if we could offer that range of of products to to draw a larger audience in but i guess that would necessitate uh me giving up my day job and (laughs) that would that would present some real challenges from a personal perspective uh you know in supporting a young family and so i get i guess what i'm getting at in in a roundabout way is coming back to that comment before that we're a super small organization uh, you know, we find I find it super difficult uh, just to find the time to do open canvas justice, and so that that's a viewpoint that's you know sometimes people wouldn't wouldn't necessarily see. Uh, they just see a, a, a facing a website or a or a or an exhibition, but don't know the the pain and tribulations and failures that actually go into the actual uh, cause. Um, so if I'm being brutally honest, that um, it's really drawing attention to those failures and, and shortcomings and, and dreams of what it could be and or, or could have been. Or so yeah, I think I think that stands out. Um, and coming back to your question, what what can people do? I mean, the best way to support Open Canvas really is to hop online and 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 purchase artwork. Not not just from a business perspective, but every time. We, 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 we sell an artwork for an artist that is an, an incredibly uplifting experience for the artist. And so that, that's what really it ultimately boils down to. 
uh, and for, for their validation um, and for them to earn a, you know, a, a passive income. Yeah. And I guess, uh, so Fed Square, the exhibition's opening in April um, 21st, I think it is. Um, and it's going to be up for nearly a month. So that's a great opportunity. There's some artwork in there that, that isn't currently on the website. So people can come and see um, some some new artwork and um, and perhaps purchase some artwork from the artists there as well. Absolutely. We'd love uh, people to who are in the city or might want to visit the city uh, now that we look like we're through the worst of uh, COVID, uh, you know, come along and and look at the art and, and join us for our uh, for our small opening that I believe we're, we're doing on, on the 21st. Um, hopefully there'll be details on uh, on your website. For sure. Okay. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be great and uh, some of the artists will be there and I guess they'd love love uh to see uh some of the public come along to see their artwork yeah great and um so this is a the first of two exhibitions we're actually holding at fed square for and this one will have about um 18 pieces of art i believe from something like about 12 or 13 artists Mm. represented um which is great and then there'll be another one later down the track and um so yeah uh listeners please come and come to fed square come and support um open canvas and the open canvas artists thanks so much for joining me dan um did you have anything else you wanted to talk about that's coming up in the future for open canvas beyond this exhibition um that you've got in the pipeline or or anything we're always on the lookout for potential exhibiting opportunities. Uh, we don't have one planned at the moment uh, other than we're, we're really excited that this is a, 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 a series of exhibitions with Fed Square and, and super grateful for that support. So, you know, thank you very much for, for supporting us, Fed Square and Kate, and um, re- really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for talking to me today and um, come and see the exhibition at the Fracture Gallery from April 21st.